0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime, on demand, wherever you get your
1: podcasts. 7 o'clock right on the nose, ladies and gentlemen. looks like it's going to be a pretty nice day, warm and humid. Well, maybe a thunderstorm possible, but they always say that. But I think that's not until like 9 or 10 o'clock tonight.
2: You were so funny yesterday. You came in and you looked at the weather and you said, there's supposed to be rain, but it's only for about 10 minutes, so... Screw that shit. <laughs> well,
1: that's what it was. It was like 10 minutes yesterday, wasn't it? it was. Did it ever come? Did it ever happen?
2: Yes. Yesterday, I don't feel like it ever rained.
1: I was outside almost all day yesterday yeah. and didn't yep. get a drop on me. I know. I don't know why they keep saying it's going to rain when it's not going to rain. The lying bastards. I blame KB3, Ken Barlow.
2: Go for him.
1: I blame you, We're coming Barlow. after you, Ken. We're coming after you, man. I, mean, I made it rain at the King of Diamonds, but
3: other Did than you? that. Okay. I knew no, no. Okay.
2: Wednesday.
3: (laughs) I've been there noon on a Wednesday, okay? Don't judge. I believe King of Diamonds even open anymore? Oh, they know me there. I am the norm of King of Diamonds. On Highway 10. Uh, it's the one down in Invergrove Heights.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking mm-hmm. about the one on Highway 10 because that that didn't look like it was open the last time I drove by. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. I'm trying to think of the one on Highway 10 you're thinking about. It used to be called the King of
3: Diamonds. King of Diamonds. Okay. Was, huh. yeah. I'll be danked. What <laughs> do you know?
1: But I think it's been closed for years. Sure, I'm sure. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a big titty bar guy. I don't get I got, you know, you want to go to titty bars. That's your business or whatever. I got, I'm not judging anybody. It's just not for me. Yeah. I remember I was, I went on a trip with some friends. (laughs) So anyway, oh, I had to cough there. Yeah, it
2: wasn't, nothing came out. But the boys
1: wanted to go to the titty bar up there in northern Wisconsin. And I'm sitting there and I I was like, oh, a naked woman, good. So I get to do nothing and I don't want to do anything. So why am I here? I still never understood that part. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this person puts their hand on my shoulder.
2: Sure, you love that.
1: And I look up and this fully naked woman is touching my shoulder and I didn't mean to do this, but I'm very, I am touchy about being touched by people I don't know.
2: Especially surprise touched. You're not somebody mm-hmm. I yeah, like. Yeah, right, right. Bleh!
1: Right. She surprised touched me. like I right? hug
2: you all the time and you're not like. Bleh.
1: Oh, I do it all the time behind your back. I go, oh God.
2: <laughs> sneer.
1: <laughs> Sneering. I sneer behind your back. It's fine. It's just wonderful. God, you cheered up. You know, I, uh, we were just talk, I was just talking, to. what's your name you again? You
2: yelled at me to cheer you're, up.
1: I did. I said, And I cheer said, the F Show me your both titties.
2: You. And so I was before we went on air because I was like, He wants me to be just, more I'm, talkative.
1: I just didn't button the top. but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, one just of those give deals. Mama
2: what she wants. <laughs> I've always I'm thought. not in a bad mood. I am not
1: to- saying you are. You're just a typical morning show person in radio. Ninety nine percent of them you walk in and they're all pouty as a son of a I I
2: wasn't pouty yeah, you're, at you're all.
1: Like, da, okay, that's da, it. I'm turning tomorrow.
2: Do I have da, full permission to turn my phone on and record our interaction? No. It's nothing. You're out of the mix. I'm literally... And then you're like, well, I, and I'm responding. I'm talking you're you. are out of the mix. Okay.
1: That's all I'm saying.
2: What is the mix? Do I want to be in the mix?
1: No, you don't. You absolutely do not want to be in the mix. There's no question. Um, let's see. Is there anything really important to talk about? That? So uh, they, they got yeah. that deal through the House. And now they're going to put it through the Senate. And Will they stop with the... Just in the nick of time, he raised his shoulder from the mat so he wasn't pit. It's like all star wrestling.
2: It really is. I it's
1: hilarious. I
2: have far more exciting thing that I've already touched I have that already touched on from you. All right. Um you were on Garage Logic yesterday. Oh yeah. And I listened.
1: They were phenomenal. You
2: guys were having a blast.
1: They were they were well Joe, way, way, way back, was the only media person in this town to support me. And yeah. they said I was this, and I was. Uh, you're this, and you're that. You do, you do, you do. Look, I'm not a member of your candy ass club, whatever that is. That group of people in Minnesota that they're supposed to be all giving and oh, I'm all, I'm all understanding. You're the meanest people I have ever, and that includes New York, Philadelphia, Boston, the supposedly means Chicago. There's there's a group of Minnesotans that are meaner than any place I've ever been.
2: And it feels like it's kind of. A- it, you say like you said, it's in all cities, but it's people that don't do, they just wait for other people to do anything yeah. and just make a decision if it's yep. right or wrong in their minds.
1: Well Joe stepped up all those years ago and said, That never happened, that's not true in the least.
2: I know. And that he was, was very nice of him. I know. And keep in mind, you're saying that I was so grumpy this morning, and I already talked to you about how I thought you did great on Garage. I oh, said you were a
1: pain in the ass. I didn't so say you were So I was so
2: upset and angry mm-hmm. at him when I was She's telling him person. how great I did. Are oh, you did. How
1: great I did. <laughs> I oh, to okay. you. Okay.
2: So um, I thought it was so interesting. So on this episode, he's talking about you guys were in this... Fight about something oh, you yeah. were coming after him on air that's and all like this 35 stuff. thirty-five years ago, which is amazing. It was so <laughs> fun listening you guys talk about that. And then it's true he goes. And then when they came after you, I was one of the people that said that's not true. That's a fact. Like I might be fighting with Tom Bernard, but he doesn't hate a certain race. He doesn't hate a certain. And I just none of that. No, none <laughs> of that. And I it was it was I had such a blast listening to that. You guys did sounded oh, he's great. great. You guys that whole show. Yeah, but. I'm a monster. I could never compliment you. I never say you you're do
1: beyond great. monstrous.
2: You did great yesterday. Good You're job.
1: horrible.
2: Was it fun to be around him? No, so it was
1: great. It was a really, really good time. And it, just being in that building is a whole different experience yeah. because, like I said, I walked in that building as an 18-year-old many, many years ago. So every time I walk into it, because I haven't been in that building in years now. I, I can't remember. It was at least 15 years since I'd been in that building. Yeah. It's so walking in, it's like all those memories come flooding back about when well, the first time I walked down that hallway that you walked down to get to Joe's studio. I remember that's the first hallway I walked down when I when I came uh, to work for them. Well, not n- not that hallway, but the one connecting the building because I don't think that part of the building was built yet.
2: No. Yeah, either that there was definitely not the connector. Yeah. The yeah. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. So it was the other the other side of that whole deal, but. I remember walking in there as an 18-year-old, guy got the job, blah, blah, and it was just running the Jesus tapes on Sunday, you know?
2: We were, we were very proud of you.
1: Which, by the way, I ran backwards and didn't know it because it was supposed to be the Polish hour. Yeah. And I literally thought it was in Polish. I'm not making that up, by the way.
2: You're being a smartass.
1: No, I'm being an 18-year-old boy, and I thought that I didn't know it was tails Out at the time. I never even heard of tails Out, which is, you would take a, a, a piece of tape yeah. from an old, you know, tape deck. That's how everything was, was done back then. The hell that? I hate that.
2: You're bleeding out?
1: No, it's okay. something. Mystery liquid? Yeah, it was a booger. Exactly. The kids were here cannon. yesterday, so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Sage was here leaving boogers behind. Oh. God, was he excited to be here? Sage oh, was here. Oh, Christ. God, he was fired up. But anyway, so... Um, yeah, just walking in that hallway, and you guys you know, both work there. Um,
2: I always feel underdressed no matter what I'm wearing there because it's such an iconic building. Yeah, it always feels like I should be in like a full pantsuit blazer. Um, I'll head there today, and I'll always feel like I'm the little kid. Why are you school.
1: going over there again today?
2: Uh, I'm on my talk, 3 to 6, today and tomorrow. Why
1: don't you concentrate on this show? What about I, that, act? I
2: don't concentrate on any of shows That's what yeah. I'm saying. I've ever been That's on. That's exactly
1: what I'm saying, typical
2: typical it be good. yeah it was so fun listening to you you sounded great and you guys sounded like you're having a nice blast the conversation was so interesting to me um i texted rookie too i was like this is such great rookie's
1: a great guy yeah, he great. was pissed off at me too a few years ago i don't remember what it was about but great people really every damn one of them all four of them just really really nice people had a great time
2: kenny the tr- traffic kitty was there
1: yep everybody <laughs> was there there's no <laughs> doubt about it so, yeah. yeah, it was very, very pleasant, really, really nice, and, God, I've known I've known ray for 37 years already.
2: That's wild.
1: My God, it's older than you are. I've known it's him longer than you've been sp- alive.
2: It's spot on my age. Yeah. I know you guys think I'm 22. No, but
1: I thought I'm you actually- were 52.
2: <laughs> I'm actually 32 I went the other
1: way. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: uh, yeah, I hate, I mean, I'm not, not one normally to say go listen but uh, to another show, but, God darn it, that was a fun listen.
1: They did a really nice job. They did indeed. So I want to thank Joe again. He's always been uh, very, very, f- he's been very even keel and very, hey, it, if it is, it is. And he's not going to argue against it. Doesn't matter if he's pissed off at you or not. The truth is the truth, which I really admire about
2: him. Yeah, well, you both have that in common. If you're, you know, you've I've heard you literally fighting with somebody and then... S- the media goes after them, and if you don't feel like that's true, you'll say something. Yeah,
1: I don't need that. That lying, The lying media thing is really over the top, particularly on a national level. My God, the media lies nonstop.
3: Well, you never realize it until something is written about you. That's true. Yeah, that's probably true.
1: That's that, when you that's realize yep. that,
3: that media is a bunch of crap, because I remember when I lived in La Crosse, Wisconsin, we did radio there. We had a huge show. Everybody, it, Everywhere we went, people knew us. It was great. Yeah. And then one day, Maxim Magazine did an article about the station and about La Crosse, Wisconsin, and three-quarters of the article was total bullshit. <laughs> they, they totally screwed everything up. They, they actually quoted, they said, as we talked to a man from uh, this certain bar that we all used to hang out at, and they drop him by a first name, and we know that guy, and they said, uh, he calls uh, lacrosse Little Las Vegas. What? And I, I, was like, Mike, did you really call lacrosse Little Las Vegas? He's like, I've never called this place Little Las Vegas. What the hell are you talking about? Like, Little like, Las Vegas. I will never forget that. I'm like, oh, that was the first time I went. Oh, these guys have no idea what they're doing, and they just, they just print it and have. It wasn't like there was a retraction. Nope. They just didn't. They just printed it, and then never just moved have. on with their lives. Oh no,
2: we, uh, being, on Tom shows.
1: Oh god. Once
2: it's like happens in. Like, every, like, four years or something, all of a sudden, some young buck reporter will decide that Tom, it, they'll take something out of context from the show. Or they'll just grab a, a quote from the show. They won't even listen enough to get anyone's name. So, like, the second male voice said, it's such lazy
0: reporting.
1: It is. It's horrible. And
2: it's inaccurate. And all of a sudden, your I, you know, they used to screw up me and Candace's name. Or they'd call me Michelle yeah. Tafoya said this. And it was like... Yeah. This is the laziest reporting I've and, – and I just go, this whole thing is nuts. And then they'll grab clips from another thing, and it's just like, this is wild. The thing that's – it can't be it legal. Is.
1: No, it's, it's a horrible thing, as a matter of fact. We talked about that at length, about the, the people. Um, I talked to Garrison Keeler twice yesterday, too about this whole situation, and, and, you know, he got burned to the ground. He, they ended his career, too. Jeez, how did you contact him? By carrier pigeon? Where the <laughs> hell is, ki- where the hell
3: is killing him? have
2: been friends for a long yeah. time. Yeah, how, how
3: did you contact yeah. him? I thought he was so off the grid living in a cabin down by the lake. You know, you
1: f- I got his phone number here, if you want Do you, you really? Yeah, huh. I do, yeah. Garrison's actually a great guy. Does, Seems like
2: it. Because uh, were you friends recent. with him? Before all that went down? No. That's what I thought. No,
1: it was not. We became you reached friends. out. Yeah. Well, yeah. because I've been through it, and yeah. then he's going through it. And I don't know what happened. Right there. He just does not seem like kind of guy's going to come up and grab your tit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just don't see that. I, I, I don't know. It, it's just people, and the funny thing about it is, that's why I cannot stand the far right nor the far left. Far right's supposed to be all religious. Doesn't that mean they should be nice to you?
2: Oh, well, And the far yeah. left is
1: so so progressive, shouldn't they be nice to you, oh, too?
2: yeah. Well, what uh, happened? They both mm-hmm. are. Yeah, they're both. I'm they're scared. horrible of, people. I, terrified of both groups.
1: You should be.
2: I'm terrified of both groups. I'm even scared of this conversation. I go, uh, Oh, yeah. Because uh, there's nothing more judgmental on both sides. And it's we've talked no about this doubt. so many times. That's why it's a circle. It's a circle. When you go far right or far left, you end up with the same people. Well,
1: well yeah, they used to talk about that. They meet at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They make a big circle and they meet at the top and they're the same people. They're horrible people who are miserable with their own unsuccessful lives and now everybody's got to pay.
2: Yeah. Get a hobby. They
1: I- hate that. And that's what this is all about, by the way. Brittany, you know this. As a woman succeeding in Minnesota, you've been gandered at
2: I'm, it's like I'm, what's
1: her deal
2: this is success Well,
1: <laughs> oh, no i didn't say you were successful i said you were trying to be successful
2: it's okay, cool. a huge
1: no. difference <laughs> you
2: know i've i just think it's funny i i, I also it's remember back during the pandemic was when all of us were not busy and because of that some of the most vile things oh I'd, yeah and oh, yeah. thought all of a sudden i cared who had what shot in their body and who had what mask. All of a sudden I realized, oh, when you're not busy or don't have a lot going on, you care about things that you normally don't. Yeah. And I had to get back to the, oh yeah, I don't, you want to do whatever. Okay, cool. Love that. As long as you're not hurting anybody, right? you should put that on your wall. You should wear that outfit. You should have sex with that guy, like whatever. But man, when we were all really bored at our house, all of a sudden I found myself being like, well, how, did they get this shot? Did they wear this mask? Did they, what are they, you know, are they going to the mall? How dare they? You know, and I'm like, who, when?
1: Now I have to ask you a question. It's a different deal because it's a public figure deal. I understand that. But in your regular life, uh, oh, I hate this person. Oh my God, we got to destroy them and we got to do that. Look, first of all, if you try to, destroy people through the media. You are the biggest candy-ass loser. Why don't you stand toe-to-toe to to somebody and tell them, I don't like you, and I don't like what you do. Yeah. Why don't you do that? That's what I do.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Well, there was a book, I can't remember what it was called, but basically in the book they talk about um, how there's no more problems left where we live. And that's why we create problems because yeah. our brains yep. are problem solvers. And yeah. if it's not doing its job, it has to create problems. So when you go to a place like a third world country, you know, you go you go to places where there's no running water, overpopulation, corruption, those people don't know what a they don't know what right. a pronoun is. They don't have they don't worry about Bud Light and who's gonna be promoting them because they have actual real-world problems where we don't have that here. Right. We basically yep. sit in air conditioning. 365 days a year. It never gets hotter than 72, and it never gets colder than 72. That's right. So we have to create problems so that our brains feel like it is being productive.
1: Why wouldn't you, instead of creating problems, try to make everybody's life better? You would think. I don't get that. You would think. You know, like I said, well, I'll give you an example of why I am in such a good mood and I get here and crab ass over here to my right ruined my good Who mood. Who immediately
2: complimented you're you horrible. from garage logic, but mm-hmm. you're right. I was so crabby when you came I in. I just
1: said you look like the Crypt Keeper. That's all I said. It was not <laughs> negative That's at all. That's just
2: because I'm wearing black and I'm so white.
1: You're not white. you got a little tan going. All right. All Don't you on. think? Yeah, it might just be the lighting. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I think it's just I the th- lighting. I thought I was talking to Casper when I walked in today. <laughs> I loved
1: Casper when I was a little boy. Man, did I love Casper.
2: I avoid the sun so bad. I wouldn't Translucer, be shocked if this is translucent.
1: <laughs> You're not translucent. you got a nice tan going there, or the beginnings of one anyway. Thanks. It's not a problem at all. Yeah, so anyway, I'll give you an example of why... Uh, I got to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I have a magnificent life. I'm married to a woman I adore. I have children. I have grandchildren. I have friends. I got coworkers. So yesterday, I do the show. Then I do the family show. Then I go over and do Joe Sushere's show with all the great people on that show. Had a wonderful time doing that. Then I talked to Garrison Keeler a couple of times. And then I ran into Marky Rosen at dinner.
2: Really? He's getting,
1: getting married in September.
2: Oh, wow.
1: So what have I got to bitch about? Right? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I ran into all these wonderfully nice mm-hmm. people. I ran into several listeners. And by the way, uh, I don't know what happened or, or whatever, but I'm having a lot of guys in like their 30s and early 40s coming up and saying, hey, Tom, love the show. So all of a sudden, why would that happen out of nowhere all of a sudden that young men and women, there are a lot of women too, actually, all of a sudden started listening because, well, first of all, I suppose because of the billboard. Although everybody on the billboard thinks that's my brother Tony. They don't think it's me on the billboards. They think it's Tony, my brother.
4: So uh, there you go.
1: I think those thirty-year-old guys are into
3: super pale chicks who dress like Wednesday Addams. <laughs> that's what I'm
1: thinking, and that's, that's what I'm they, thinking. That's
3: why they're very. Grand- and hey, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm somebody's niche. <laughs>
1: There's your proof right there, brother. I love
2: that for me. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm nobody's porn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're talking about? All these different categories. Nobody's searching that. So if they're into that.
1: Explain something to me. So why do people want to destroy other people, be so incredibly mean, lie their ass off to do it? How do you get in that position in your head that you want to destroy somebody for no- just because they succeeded and you didn't? I, I don't get that. Yeah.
2: I don't know, right? I think Be
1: happy for what, Christ's sake.
2: What I noticed when I was on your show for so long is that it was always a young reporter was like, oh, I am going you know, to. Oh, yeah. Prove something with these articles. With oh, an am. article on you,
1: didn't work though, you bastard.
2: No, and, and I wish you luck. I honestly, I wish them. Like, it's so I so funny. Know. Like
1: no, you're right. I
2: don't care. You go, go whatever. But I think they think you're going to be an easy target
1: because. Oh yeah, because some again,
2: consensus was re- ruled of because you think I this way or that way. I
1: I will tell you why it started because I didn't go the route they did. And therefore, they're pissed off about it. That I became successful, I went to college for one day, I never finished high school, I tested out in, when I was 16 years old, and they don't like that. Yeah. They don't like somebody who didn't go their route to succeed. I took a different route, I succeeded, thank God. But I didn't go their route, so I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Because I proved basically, for me, not for you, but for me, college would have been a huge waste of time.
2: Yeah, it wasn't for you.
1: But why is that a problem? That's for me, not for you, you do what you want to do.
2: I don't know because you know, it's it's that same thought of they're not they're not busy enough. I yeah, I have that's a true. a really lame example, and I don't know if Sherry it. I remember during the pandemic or when times when I don't have a lot going on, I used to get really pissed at Justin if he was late for dinner. Oh yeah, like really mad. Yeah. I would make it if he wasn't home by like you know six o'clock. I'd get really mad. And I kind of had to look at myself and go, I don't think you have enough going on, Brittany. Yeah. Like if it, you know, like, and it was really, that was my hyper focus because it was either during right. when I was on maternity leave or pandemic and I, I was relying, I wanted to be mad about something or what things weren't going well in my life or wasn't doing that, you know, enough. I'm a, I like being busy. I like keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And so... I was like, okay, this is a Britney thing. Like, this is, why am I outwardly mad about something that's so stupid? Like, we can eat whenever. Six Mm -hmm. o'clock does not matter. And I'm putting stress on him, I'm putting stress on me. And it was really like, I need to, you know, and so I joined a tennis league. I, you know, I I picked up more classes for school. I, uh, you know, picked up a side job, things like that. And all of a sudden- this problem is not a problem anymore right. because it was a me thing. And so that's the only example I can give in my mind is like, I was mad, but it. W- it was because I didn't have enough going on in my own life that I was hyper focused on something really stupid.
3: That mm-hmm. yeah, goes back to your brain creating problems, and yeah. also the other yep. thing, expectations of others. Yeah, that's another big one. That that'll that'll trip you up every time when you expect something out of somebody oh. and they and they don't meet it. The mind oh. reading. That is that. Yeah. yeah, that is the biggest one. I expected you to be here at three o'clock. Every time I date somebody and they go, "Hey, I'm running like 45 minutes late. I'll be there as soon as I can." I always think, "Thank God, that's another 40." Minutes I get to me so I can work on my stuff instead of being like, How dare you take 45 minutes of my time away? Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that is true. Everybody just calm down. And I'll give you an example. Uh, And Brittany and I did look this up. So apparently it did happen. The McDonald's across from St. Louis Park High School, there was a brawl there last night. Mm -hmm. I I just, can I just go in and get some fries and a burger without you guys slashing my throat? You're fighting. First of all, it's in St. Louis Park, which is not exactly rough and tumble. Yeah, right.
4: If you know what I <laughs> mean. St. Louis Park.
1: Yeah. You're in the middle of the ghetto. You're in St. Louis Park. How dare you scratch my Tesla. <laughs> right?
2: Let's get froyo after.
1: But I guess there's big video of it. Did you see the video? No. I, I have not watched it, but I guess they're at this McDonald's. I've been there a billion times. Jeff Passalt and, you know, all the Siegel brothers went to school right across the street from that McDonald's over at St. Louis Park. I love that area. And, and it happened like 10 or 12 hours ago, something like that. So what it happened about 7 o'clock last night, something like that. Hmm bunch of guys go in there and they get in a fist fight in McDonald's. And I didn't look at the whole video, but just a couple of seconds of it. They were brawling, baby. Ooh, now, um, you have to wonder, of course, if all that stuff is real, but it sure looks like it. Yeah,
2: right? it, it are, looks real. I'm watching oh, are it now. Oh, you looking at it? Yeah. Are they be-
1: going at it as hard as it looked like? Because I didn't watch it for very long.
2: Oh, no. Okay. It's dramatic filming. It's two...
1: <laughs> it's, dramatic it's filming. It's two girls
2: fighting. Oh, I, two girls. I don't, girls I don't what even know if shock. this is. Who knows if this is actually the footage from there? Sometimes is, they do I click. Guess, yeah. click well, wait bait. a minute.
1: Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, it's, if it's not a McDonald's, it sure as hell looks like right? I know.
2: That's why I go. I don't know. I hope this is the real video. But well, the it's, cops
1: did show up. So, um, I
2: mean, but you can see it's actually just two girls fighting with a dramatic camera running around. Um,
1: it looks like they're standing on a table. Filming. Yeah. It seems well. There's more than two people fighting. There's a lot of people fighting in that picture.
2: I, they're trying to pull it apart.
1: Jesus, but, Um What's wrong with you women?
2: All you guys seen, ever do is
1: slugfest. Now
2: I've actually seen more giant women fight oh, oh, know. than I've ever seen <laughs> men at, fight.
1: You're yeah. absolutely yeah. right. And
2: one was in the <laughs> in the. Um, Drive-through of McDonald's. They oh. jumped this girl. Oh, yeah. These like big group of girls. And the other one was when I was driving. It was the Kentucky Derby, and I went to a party downtown Minneapolis, and it was in the middle of the day, and there was a big fight on the street right behind my car, in the middle of the street, like six girls attacking like one girl. It was
1: yeah, wild. I mean, it's just terrible.
2: I've never I two times in it. It was all it, it was these big, and that, it, it's less popular now. But man, there like, was I think it was like five or six years ago, that was huge. Is the girls jumping oh, sure. girls. It yeah. was oh, yeah. wild.
1: Weren't used to that. Yeah. No question about that. So, well, you know, I, as we move on through life, you just have to understand. One of these days, well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to run for mayor, but I don't know what town. There's got to be a good town. And I'm going to run for mayor. And if you get in fist fights in my town, yeah. I'll go, oh, yeah, Lucy. You won't see her around here no more. <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> What movie was that from? Oh, Bill? Yeah, you won't see him around here no more.
2: <laughs> just expedite them. They're gone. They just
1: disappear. Yeah. It's
2: like right out of the city border, too. There, yeah, there's exactly. like a whole town of brawlers.
1: Just, just everybody f- disappears. Right?
2: That's funny.
1: I got to be wonderful. Yeah, everybody, you need to calm the hell down. Relax with all his fistfights and all the rest of it. Calm down and live your life. Be happy, for Christ's sake. First of all, once you get off your ass... That, that'd be helpful, mm-hmm. right? Go, sure. get a, go get a job. Give you something to do. Yeah. And then what I would have done this morning, because it's what I did do, on the way in this morning, I was listening to My Talks Morning Show.
2: One o seven one, where talk is fun. One o seven
1: one, where talk is fun, except for when Brittany's on.
2: Except when I'm on, where talk is depressing.
1: Where talk really is a waste of time. <laughs> it's unbelievable. To
2: three to six today.
1: <laughs> three to six today <laughs> too. my God, what a waste of my life. <laughs> but what the hell is I just going to talk about You're going to talk about
2: I... that clip that you heard on My Talk Morning Show. Oh, yeah, they were
1: playing a clip this morning of Johnny Carson. Remember the Great Karnak?
2: Sure. Yes, I love the Great Karnak. guess the thing in the card, right? Yes,
1: he would. Yeah. He'd, he'd always give the answer before he could see the question. Yeah. He'd be like, things which, that are sticky, and
2: then he'd have some, yeah. So
1: he holds the card up to his head, and Carson goes, on top of old Smokey, on top of old, and then, of course, Ed McMahon would go, on top. <laughs> of Old Smokey, which I loved when it, because then Carson looked at him like, "Would you shut up for Christ? Just
3: sake? dramatic. Two and three quarter stars. <laughs> yeah, thanks, bud. Appreciate <laughs> that. Exactly.
1: So he goes on top of Old Smokey, and Ed goes on top of Old Smokey. What did Yogi Bear find when he got home that night? Uh. <laughs> <gasps> oh! His wife on top of Old Smoky.
4: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> you got
1: Yogi Bear. You got Old Smoky, who's a bear. What's the name of that? The the the. The, what's the name of the forest fire bear again? Oh
3: yeah, uh, Smoky the bear. Yeah, it was Smokey the bear. The yeah, bear yeah. So it was on top, of mm-hmm. forest forest fires.
2: Fires. Yeah. on
1: top of Old Smoky. Only you prevent forest fires on
2: top of Old Smoky. That's so cute. Like, Jason does a good job. He cuts up those clips, and he does a bunch of prep. Um, would, <coughs> you and him would bond over nostalgia. He I love loves that stuff. He loves nostalgia. I do.
1: I do. I love that stuff. We have to take a break. Got a bunch of stuff coming up. Should be a hell of a show this morning. By the way, Jamie Kennedy got a really nice response yesterday from listeners, from what I understand. I haven't seen it. But they said it was really good. Absolutely. And uh, he reached out to
3: me yesterday and just said, hey, thank you so much for having me on. I would love to come back anytime. Hopefully, we can make it work when I'm in town. And please give yeah. Brittany and Tom my best.
1: Yeah. Not a great guy. It,
2: so it blew my day. mind when he knew my name. When he said on air, he's like, listen, Brittany. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Mm-hmm. I told him your name was Whitney, but he didn't listen to me. <laughs>
2: he misunderstood you. <laughs> he
1: misunderstood when I said Whitney. <laughs> but
2: that's shocking. People don't realize. No, like it's Because he did a bajillion nice. interviews, I'm sure, that day. And that's... Sweet of
1: him. Quite pleasant, no question. We've got to keep that thing rolling. We've had great guests on lately, though. Mm. We really have.
2: Good job, Rudy.
1: Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell. Oh, before I do that, Rudy, speaking, of, and, and at your convenience or whatever, but um, I invited all four of the guys from Garage Logic to come on this show someday. Great. Yeah. Come in and actually sit here in here and do the show. So <gasps> when you guys, once you guys figure out what works for you, because it'll work for me anytime. So mm-hmm. just make sure it fits your schedule and we'll get it booked and.
2: That'd be so fun. Oh,
1: you will have a ball.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I love those guys. My
1: favorite thing about Sushere is the way he looks at me is like, what the hell is wrong with you?
2: He does that stare. <laughs> I, I love, love his that. voice. His oh, voice Suchere and your voice together was just iconic.
1: No, Sushere's a great guy. No Because qual- he's the no BS guy. Oh, yeah. He's not going to lie to you and tell, oh, yeah, you know what? That's really great of you. No, it's not. You're a pain in the ass.
2: When somebody went on a tangent on a show, too, it reminded me of you. He goes, are you done? Okay. <laughs> 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 like, relatable. I
1: love that so much. But yeah, we'll get them all four on. Sure. They're really nice people. Uh, well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow. And now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you will ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0, with its temperature-regulating technology, is 100% made in the USA, comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0, buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s right now. When you need someone to listen A lawyer you know and
4: trust If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers, and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in
1: the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us.
2: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys
4: at MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. Seeking
1: justice for the injured.
4: Ready, set, summer. Hi, Judd Zolgad here. You know, the unofficial start of summer, well, it's here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer's more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. I lost 40 pounds on this program a couple of years back, and I'm going to tell you the most important thing. The dieticians and nutritionists at Livia are going to help you maintain weight loss. We've all lost weight, right? Inevitably, it feels like it comes back. Not with this program. It has done right by me, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to do right by you. Summertime is here, and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or visit Livia L-I-V-E-A Join today and get eight weeks for free. Again, 15 pounds or more lost by the 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Call 855- GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Check them out to
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
1: We are back, ladies and gentlemen, a little news, a little information. Weather, first of all, warm and humid with a thunderstorm possible tonight, about nine o'clock they're talking about, I guess, with a low of 70 tonight. Uh, But uh, that's interesting. Hmm. Gonna be 91 today. I love that. Man. Uh, Friday, hot and humid with a few thunderstorms possible. Again, 90 degrees for a high. Saturday, hot and humid, uh, 90 again on Sunday, mostly sunny. With a high of 88 degrees. It is sunny in 72 right now. So it, it appears that summer is here, right?
3: <laughs> summer is here. When the overnight is like 73. Yeah. Man, I go to let the dog out, it's 5 a.m., and I'm like, why am I sweating? I it's hotter than it.
1: the sun, bitch, out here, mm-hmm. man.
3: I
2: love it.
1: All right, I have to do something that's going to be very, very painful. Oh, you know what? I might, I'm going to wait two more minutes until Kristen comes on, and then I got to tell you something because of the angle at which I sit on this show.
3: You want to bring her on now? We can. She's ready to roll. Oh, if she's she ready
1: to roll, that'd be great. That'd be wonderful. KB2 is with us, ladies and gentlemen.
4: <clears throat> Good morning. So,
1: Kristen, you know, we've talked about this kind of thing before, but I just, I'm sitting at the end of this table, and to my right is Brittany. Hello. Right? And it, as I look at Brittany, I look up, and there's a monitor right above her head that shows it, rolled, it rolls through. Like, you can see that where it says Bernard right over her head there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Morning show. Um, it scrolls through like that, and I'm going to say this, and Kristen, you need to back me up on this, as the only other woman on the show right now. Most people, when they put their hair back in, the, what, what, what what would you call that, your hair, it's not in a bun. I tried sort of for
2: a ballerina bun, but it keeps falling out. so
1: it is a bun. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know it was called a bun. You're one of the very few people I've ever met that actually looks good with that hairstyle. Ah! I hate being that honest. I that's mean, so sweet of you. i got to go home. Honest to God, I might throw up now because that's, I was way too nice. That's she's, go like, yeah. your yeah, she's got like, a good hairline.
5: Yeah, she's got a good hairline. We showed the hair and forehead is good. Thanks, guys. Because I looked
1: up and you have long hair in the, yeah. in the one on the monitor. Yeah. And I looked at you and went, you know what? I don't want to tell you where it is, but there's a woman that wears that hairstyle every day, and I see her every day because I go in that building every day. Because of that hairstyle, she looks just like olive oil from Popeye. <laughs> She's got I'm the not-
2: aggressive, Popeye! Yeah. Ah, a
5: <laughs> <I just laughs> five head like I do. When you have a really big forehead. You like, do
1: have a five head. It's
2: aggressive. Yeah, what? it's aggressive. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I, I feel I feel good about myself today. I'm gonna
5: kill oh, it today. I didn't
1: mean to do that.
5: You guys, you can go home and tell your husband my hair to forehead ratio.
2: <laughs> yes,
3: man.
1: its are really good.
2: Gonna want to hit this today yeah. is what I'm gonna say, and he's gonna say I'm busy actually.
3: Yeah, your eyebrows <laughs> are crooked, in, but your, your hair HR looks great. Notes. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes.
2: My eyebrows have their own. Thing I have a question. Going
1: on. Do you think men and women are getting better looking as time goes by? Mm. Yes, absolutely. I, I do too. Yeah, I really do. Because you see, so many good-looking people now, and I, what what's that all about?
2: I also think um, clothes has been more complimentary to, yeah, to both think? men and women, but man, especially women. When it, even when I was pregnant, my mom showed me photos back when she was pregnant, and they pretty mm-hmm. much wore drapes, just giant drapes right. around their bodies, right. and they looked insane. And even like when I think back to like. As a kiddo, people's moms uh, were just wearing just things that would just cover their body and now people wear leggings and in nice shapes and I think I think clothes had made a huge difference
5: yeah probably
2: well you even the else I noticed is that the kids don't go through
5: that awkward stage as much like mm-hmm. I went through like the braces and the frizzy hair and my niece, my friend's daughter at 14 they're looking. Not awkward. They look normal going through puberty. I did not have that.
3: Yeah, and all of our jobs, we're not out in the sun all the time. We're not yeah. swinging hammers yeah, like we used true. to. It's all indoors. And to bring it back to something like Minnesota when my grandfather duck hunted back in like the 60s, those guys basically had canvas. Yeah. Like small, like it was almost like an army jacket that they hunted in. Yep. Now everything is Gore-Tex, yeah. waterproof. They have heaters in your feet so your your hands aren't really out in the elements like yeah. they used to so yeah absolutely you look at guys that are like 73 and they look like they are in pristine condition
1: what do you think of that action i
2: think you're right i think everyone's getting hotter care, skin care
5: if mm-hmm. you follow tiktok people are using like all of this like besides sunblock they're using like Trent Noen, all those like anti-wrinkle things at 20. they're going to look like babies by the time mm-hmm. they're 80.
1: I suppose it's true, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out that, uh, you know, it's, people are getting better looking, I guess, as time goes by. So you think that's true?
2: Yeah, I was so worried that I was going to have, because I had a baby a little bit later in life, that I wasn't going to be able to be a MILF. But now I think I'm still going to be able to accomplish that, and that's really what's important yeah. in life.
1: You just went with MILF on the show. Did you hear that, I Kristen? I
2: just at your face after
1: Well, Did if you, you hear look that? at
2: Robert De Niro
5: and Al Pacino, they are DILFs at 79 are and Are they? Having babies. Are so they DILFs?
2: <laughs> do we really want to have sex with that? Because I do not. And I'm pissed off that they're having kids
1: that old. He looks There terrible. are plenty
2: of women that are obviously sleeping with them, and it is wild. Just one fertile one, which is so annoying.
5: <laughs>
1: one fertile one? <laughs> Okay. Well, that's good. You Glad don't have it.
2: a kid when you're 80.
1: I would have to agree. Yes.
2: That child is not gonna have. Uh, it just pisses me
1: off. Won't saying- be there for
2: yeah, like all
5: the major milestones for that child, which is sad.
1: On your 17th birthday, Dad's a hundred. <laughs>
2: what the actual
5: hell? Yeah.
2: What the actual hell am I? Am I insane? That seems cruel.
1: Oh yeah, you're insane. Yeah.
2: Doesn't it feel
5: like they do the same thing? Like Robert De Niro like always have like the same type of career. Yep. And it's like yep. now we're one upping each other on the personal lives.
1: I don't know. Like I said, it just I don't understand having a child. I think it's very, very irresponsible. I really do. Because by the time that kid's 10 years old, you're going to be 93 if you're still alive. Yeah. How's that kid going to relate to you as a 10-year-old? I'm going to
2: throw the old football around. Let me just get my assistant because I am obviously not going to go do that. Like you know what I
1: would do, though? Mm-hmm. I would definitely. If I were 17 and my dad was 100, I'd go to him and go, Hey, Dad, I just found that picture of you and Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> to God. It's like how long you've been around. Because to a 17 year old, that's eternity.
2: Here's the thing, too. Think Man. of all the special things you get because you're around your grandkids.
1: I love it. None you of that's going to happen
2: it. for this kid. This yeah, kid is not going to get. I mean, it, I, I, we sat and thought so long about the fact that Justin is 42 and having a kiddo. And we're like, okay, yes, we whatever. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're 80 having a kid. 83. 83. Even. <laughs> I pisses me off. I, I don't agree. know why. It's irresponsible. It me. It's irresponsible. It
1: absolutely is. And by the way, how's his juice still working anyway at 83? How the hell did that happen?
2: Don't even get me started on that. As as a woman, just the idea that, oh, I had a baby. Bop, bop, bop. Punch no him. big deal. Oh. <laughs> it, I, it, this is angry. I just,
5: the, the little blue pill that was covered by health insurance. I Right. <laughs> oh. Right
1: we got to find but somebody God who does that.
5: Maybe we try and get anything else covered by um, women's reproductive care covered by health insurance.
1: Do you know anybody who does a great Al Pacino impression? Uh, yeah,
3: actually, a couple of them, yeah. Oh, we
1: got to get him to record some, bark like a dog. You know, some sexual things in his voice.
2: Or just like, child, like, this is how you swaddle a baby. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: baby <laughs> is in my arms. You know, I talked to a couple of people. I was actually at a party once. And what was the name of that, uh... Whitey Bulger's hitman, uh, Ke- Kevin Weeks. Mm, I don't know. Kevin Weeks. Okay. Yeah, he, he was on the show many, many times. But he was a murderer. You know, that's what he did for a living. And we were talking about different things like that very thing. Mm-hmm. And he did not find it funny when I made fun of like Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Why not? Because, because they're always mafia guys, uh. and the real mafia guys don't like it when you make fun of the fake mafia guys. Yeah, really? Isn't that weird?
3: It's like being made. Yeah. Once yeah. you once you yeah. played a mobster in a movie and it's done well, <laughs> like you're almost like you're just you're made like Sinatra. He was like one of the only one of the only people that was not in the mob that could walk around with a mob ring.
1: Yeah, and that's they totally right. were okay with it. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra. Jesus. Did you ever see him alive? No. Phenomenal. Mm. He was unbelievable. Well, he played the Super Bowl here in, was that, 91, I think it was? Really? Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, and and Sinatra came to town. Ma, he's got a... You know what he used to say that I loved? I never met him or I never even talked to him, so I I just heard this from other people. If anybody was nice to him on the street, like a little kid would when I'm go, Oh, Mr. Sinatra, could I have your autograph? And he'd go, Sure, kid. And he'd sign an autograph and he'd look at his... His buddy, he hey, duke that kid a hundred.
2: Really? Instead
1: of give him a hundred, he always go duke him a hundred.
2: Duke him a hundred.
1: Yeah, that's what he would always say. So the kid would get a hundred bucks just for saying Frank Sinatra's a nice guy. Yeah, there's a really good.
3: That's so cool. There's a book called Sinatra Treasures, and it's all these like great stories about Frank. And in the book, they talk about one of his last shows. I think it's like a second to last show. He was on like song six and had forgotten the lyrics, oh. and he stopped the show, oh. and it got quiet in the auditorium, sold out room, a the theater, 3,000 people, and he stopped it, and he was like, are you going to have to give me a second? I'm, I'm trying to remember the lyrics, and I don't want to use a sheet, because I feel like at that oh. point then I would be done, so mm. give me a moment, and it's dead silent, and some guy yelled out, it's okay, Frank, and he went, thank you. And he kind of like welled up like, wow, I, de- I deserve that moment Aww. for me to just be old for a second, you yep. know?
1: Yeah. Yep. Frankie Sinatra. Hell of a talent, oh, man. The great actor, too, by the way. He's a really good actor.
2: Yeah. That's, so, what the hell? That's such a sweet story.
1: It's a good story, much like the ones that KB2 tells every morning on every the show. Every single <laughs> morning. It's non-stop, that's all I have to say.
5: Just filled with stories. I should
1: mention to you, by the way, that I went on uh, on another uh, local podcast in town, Joe Souchere, legend, in the Minneapolis-St. Paul market. You you probably remember Joe Souchere from when you lived here, I would think, Mm -hmm. Souchere and Royce. But you all got great compliments on that show. A lot of it was behind the scenes, so I said, don't say that on the air, because I'll have to put up with it. No, but they did. They were very complimentary of everyone on this show, so I wanted you to know that as well. So there you go. Thank you. Absolutely. So, Hollywood, writer strike. What the hell is going on?
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, going, it's
5: like, man, we are, in, we are in week five. I mean, man. we are sol- solidly in week five. There's no negotiations going on. Like, no. nobody is sitting together and saying, how can we make this Um, end? And it's interesting because behind the scenes, we've seen some reports from Variety and Hollywood Reporter that, The message of the writers is starting to get to the producers. So hopefully that is something that will bring them to the table. Directors Guild's currently in negotiations. June 7th, negotiations start with the Screen Actors Guild. And 100% actors are ready to strike. I think the Directors Guild will strike if they need to. Mm -hmm. They don't strike very often. The last strike happened in 1987 with them. But if they do all three guilds at the same time, it will be like the biggest Hollywood labor strike they've ever seen. And and I would hope that that would end it very quickly. I mean, if not, yeah. second either the screen actors guild or the director's guild go, go on strike, all of Hollywood is completely shut down yep. and understand we are a two note town where tourism and we're Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And when Hollywood shuts down, everything suffers restaurants, dry cleaners, grocery stores, everything.
1: I got my SAG ballot last night. As a matter of fact, I haven't done it yet, but I got it last night when I got home. I saw.
5: I voted last week.
1: You sure. voted that.
5: online. It's really fast.
1: You said, "I'm not voting for your strike. Forget it."
5: I did vote for a strike. <laughs> of course you
1: did. Why would you? First of all, you got no option. To tell you the truth, I will tell you that. But yeah, I haven't voted yet. I just got. I literally just got it when I got home last night. And that's the other thing. Here's what I love about Catherine so much. Um, Alex, our daughter, and her husband, Dan, wanted to go play like nine holes last night. I said, well, that's nice. That's good. But I've had a rather busy day, so could we make it? Yeah, no problem. I got home last night at like 9.20, and I'm like, I couldn't even eat dinner last night because I I cannot eat after about 7.30 if I'm going to go to bed at like 10 o'clock. Otherwise, I can't sleep. So they're chowing down like a sumbitch. They're having drinks. They're eating. They're, I'm sitting there with a glass of water, for Christ's sake. <laughs> That's a thrill, isn't it? What? That's hey, exciting. this is fun. Let God. me just
5: have a flavorless water. <laughs>
1: I'd like another martini, please. Yeah, okay, Catherine. Pipe down. What do you think of that? <laughs> you two, I'm not kidding you, Kristen. And, can you imagine Kristen and Catherine out boozing it up one night on the town?
5: Um, I, I like one drink in and I'm like lit. So that's yeah, so's
1: Catherine, same story. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm a, I'm a lightweight. Same so situation. hopefully you're driving. I don't know. <laughs> oh
1: my God. It's, it is true. No doubt about it. So Catherine and I are very happy because following your lead, we now have five 30 minute shows to watch because every show now is like 55 minutes long. So to find half an hour ones is really a thrill because sometimes you just don't, I don't want to sit there for an hour some mm-hmm. days and watch television. Finding those half hour, and, and uh, none of them are dramas. They're all comedies.
5: That's nice.
1: <clears throat> so which is good? Nice
5: and light, which is good.
4: Yeah. Um, yep. Last exactly.
5: night, Rudy, I'm dying to ask you this. Have you watched? Um, it's on Max. Smartless on the road, which is Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and who am I missing? Um, uh, Your uh,
3: Sean. Um,
5: Pen, or no, Sean. Pen, Sean.
3: Oh, I can't remember. Hayes. Hayes. No. Yeah, there you
5: Sean go. Sean Hayes, thank you. Yeah. Sean Hayes' um, podcast that they took on the road and then they made it a documentary. Have you watched it at all?
3: I haven't, but I do find those three guys to be some of the most interesting people that are doing podcasts today.
5: Interesting and all, you know, I, I, I watched the first episode and I will tell you, I go, when people complain about Hollywood... I think that this is what they're complaining about. <laughs> oh. You know, when they complain about like the elitists and things like that? Oh, they're yeah. like, I don't think I should order the surf and turf. Yet they're on a private jet. Mm. Cause they were afraid that the surf and turf would look too elitist. Oh, I know. That's, <laughs> like, that's, that's Hollywood. <laughs> that's Hollywood. Um, yeah. I I almost felt like because I've I've listened to their podcast on and on on and off and listened to it a ton during the pandemic. Um lately I've kind of hopped off of it because I feel like the structure that they had it's getting a little too loose now almost in that they're kind of losing the focus of who they're interviewing oh. and the premise is they bring on one of their famous a-list friends the other two have no idea who it's going to be so then they dive into the hour and they're like and today's guest is george clooney so they're doing the same thing on the road but i almost feel like they're they've been friends for like 25 years and you start like you get a peek at what their lives are like but i'm almost like wow, you guys have been in a Hollywood bubble for a really long time, and make a lot of money,
3: mm-hmm. and it
5: almost just looks too elitist.
3: Yeah, you know, when Kevin Smith was having that run of all those great movies that were coming out, uh, and then he made a movie, I think it was called Walrus, with uh, uh, Justin Long. He basically was like, the movie, reason why that movie sucked is because I haven't had to worry about an electric bill in 20 years. When wow. I was making good movies, is because I was struggling, and I have to go back to that. So basically, he... I think he just went out and like bought a shack in the middle of nowhere and was like, all right, figure it out. You have to drive yourself to the grocery store. You have to be able to get your own supplies. No more assistant. Get, put the phone away. No more laptop. And I think right after that, I can't remember the movie that he put out, but it was like another hit movie because he went back to what he knew. you know? Because, yeah, you're right. Some of these guys, they just live that hoity-toity lifestyle. And you're like, man, you have so disconnected from where you started.
5: No, like even Jason Bateman, who has been obviously a child actor, extremely successful. I mean, kind of fell off a little bit in his early 20s, but then, you know, kind of found his grounding with Arrested Development. I, I sit there and I'm watching him and he is like the dry salad guy, the guy that doesn't want to have like any sort of like fattening thing on his salad. And I'm like, you have disordered eating. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you have an eating disorder from Hollywood and you don't even know it because he's li- And Sean Hayes is like the, the junk food guy. And so it's which is funny. But at the same time, he just sits there and starts criticizing Sean, like, how can you not eat a salad? We just need to eat a light salad. If you go on stage, how can you be full? Oh, I was like, I can't even watch The Eating Disorder. It's crazy.
1: So now what has Sean Hayes been in? I've heard the name, but I can't picture him.
2: Will and,
3: will and Grace was Grace.
1: The big. Oh, I hated yeah. that show. No, I didn't. It was a good show. Oh, Sean Hayes is the, the gay yeah. gay guy. Oh yeah, he yeah. is good. Yeah, he's yeah. very he funny. good. He's on Broadway
5: job. right now doing a show that he will probably win a Tony for. He's supposedly fantastic. So
1: wait a minute, I just said the young gay guy. They're all young gay guys on that show, aren't they? <laughs> I think.
5: Well now they're all like men in their fifties. So Well now, yeah, yeah
1: that's true. Yeah. You know, that was a different Yeah, that was that was a good show actually. I really we really enjoyed that show.
5: Yeah, I think the first time around it it really like hit Right away, just mm-hmm. hit with the pop culture. The revival felt didn't feel as fresh. I agree um, when they did it, but really good fine.
1: casting though. The casting in that show was really good. Mm-hmm.
5: Unbelievable.
3: Speaking
1: of Jason Bateman,
3: uh, Tom, you remember Justine Bateman? No, oh, absolutely. She had a yep. picture of her come out like four months ago, and somebody was like, "Ooh, Justine Bateman looks old," and she's like, "Yeah." 'Cause I'm in my sixties. <laughs> this is this is what I'm supposed to look like. And I'm really it's hoping hilarious. that one of these days she decides to give acting a run again because she was yeah. so good she back in really the eighties. Yeah. Yep. She's uh, done
5: some smaller projects. I know that she's like out there, but she hasn't done anything major and you know, and that's she's I love her because she's just like I'm not doing the Botox, I'm not doing the plastic surgery, mm-hmm. um, like everybody else. And we've become so accustomed to the Botox face, especially in Los Angeles. There's no lie that we don't know what that a uh, normal face looks like. We do not know what a 60 year old's face looks like out here. Yeah.
1: Oh, what's his name that keeps having facial surgery? The oh God, the guy got in a motorcycle accident. What the hell's his name? Damn it! You know exactly exactly who I'm talking about, but I can't. A think
5: motorcycle there. accident.
1: He got a motorcycle accident and cut his face all up, and he's he's had nine thousand surgeries. Is it
2: Gary Busey? You're not saying. Gary Michael. Busey's
1: one of them. Yeah, yeah he there are two of them. It's Gary Busey? <laughs> and then there's another one. Yeah, Gary doesn't think all that clearly anymore, does he?
2: No, he's had some
5: major brain trauma.
1: That's what I've heard. And yeah. he did
5: he actually did Dancing with the Stars a few years back. A good friend of mine was partnered with him, and she said having him remember choreography, he would forget it within two minutes. Like his oh, short-term memory is completely shot. No, it was sad. She, you know, and it's and you know, he she said he's such a sweet guy. Yeah. That's what um, I hear. However, his brain injury, like if something triggers something. He Can kind of snap, and that's why I think he's had some issues maybe with the paparazzi and things like that. If he's triggered by something, it's all it all goes back to his brain injury.
1: That's very, very sad. All right, just talking to you for 12 minutes now. I have brain damage. Thank you. No,
5: (laughs) I I just want to know who the other guy is that got into the motorcycle accident. That's Jay Leno. No, it wasn't Jay
1: Leno. I I cannot remember. Car
2: accidents. He's in, has had tons of surgery. He
1: played I was like, the wrestler. I'm
3: saying Mickey Rourke.
1: Mickey Rourke. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah.
5: Exactly. Rourke. Unrecognizable. Yeah, from his former face. It's that,
1: sad. Why would you do that? He was a I handsome don't guy. If
5: you look at Sylvester Stallone, he does not look like his former face either. If no. you really put us side no, by side, true. like there's yeah. a lot of people. You go, oh, Al Pacino is another one. His face is different. Um, yeah,
1: it's 83 I years understand, old. And
5: like doing a <laughs> light refresh, it right. happens. But if you're unrecognizable, it's –
1: or you get body
5: dysmorphia and keep doing it, you know.
1: We're on vacation last – about six months ago, something like that. Uh, Somewhere in there. Not even that long, four or five months ago. And Alex is walking along the beach. And here comes Sylvester Stallone coming the other way, right? So as she walks past him, what did he do? He looks at my dog and goes, "Eh." How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, that's not an act. Yeah. Apparently, oh, that's who it. he is.
5: <laughs> that's like funny. a classic Rocky moment. That's yeah, amazing. It
1: was a classic Rocky. That's How awesome. are you doing? Oh, she didn't mention that to you? I thought no. she would have told you that. Oh, yeah. Ask her about mm, meeting I love that. Sylvester I think it's Stallone. weird, though,
5: that he has a um, a reality show on yes. Paramount Plus. They're really trying to launch their three daughters, mm-hmm. little Nippo babies. They're, his daughters are gorgeous. And they're really trying to launch them in Hollywood and they've been trying for a long time. They did like the Golden Globe ambassadors, you know, where they handed out the awards one year and, but they really just, I don't know what they're doing outside of that. Like, I Mm -hmm. think they're trying to give, give them like a Kim Kardashian type of career, but I'm like nothing's really sticking and I feel like the oh hey let's have a family reality
2: show feels so 2007 yeah no interest and I'm like their demographic right and I've seen this they shove it in every commercial and every show I watch and I have just no I have no interest Nope. Same here. None. I didn't even, you know, and I'm offered screener
5: copies of everything and I didn't even bother. I was like, meh. Nah. Yeah. You know, I just feel like
2: it's, I mean, and his daughters are so gorgeous and I'm like, that's fine. I'm sure someone will put them in a movie. Yeah. Come on. Then. I just See yeah, me. I'm not trying to, and I think it's kind of what you were talking about is I'm not that interested in their life. I don't find them that interesting just because you're beautiful and your dad is, you know, a famous actor that that's kind of like this thing with Smartless. I like actually listening to people that are a little more open and vulnerable and aren't scared about saying stuff. I like normal people, which I know, it's disgusting.
1: All right, all of you, get the hell off the show. Right now.
2: Uh, I just want to tell Britt one thing because she
5: will appreciate this tonight. Here I'm, going we go. to, I'm going to the Stars on Mars premiere party tonight, which is the new William Shatner show. I know we talked about it. I love yeah. him. If I, I, I'm going to see him tonight, um, but it's it's premiering June 4th on Fox, but that means I will have a Tom Schwartz sighting. So, <gasps> Oh, one more reunion to go. One more reunion to go there for Vanderpump go. Rules. And then, Tom, hopefully we can put this to bed just for a little bit. Tell oh, next season. I'm
1: really going to miss it.
5: <laughs> You're so sad. <laughs> Until I go to There's Something About Her Sandwich Shop, which is opening sh- soon. So There, there you, you go. go.
1: All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt, KB2, as she's known on the show. We'll take a break.
0: Be right back in a couple of minutes. More of the show coming up next. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show at
1: Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge. The Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lakes and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com and you can tell them Tommy sent you. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Welshire. We're so grateful for uh, their support and, and just the fact that they truly believe in what we do. They, they took the time to get to know us. Uh, they have faith in what we do and it's just been a great partnership that's just uh, always been based on success. They've always had our back every step of the way. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabankco.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killabrew root beer and cream soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made.
0: The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialki. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy,
4: but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for
0: me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
1: I'm busy doing somebody else's job. I can't be on the air right now. Ah! Ah? Uh, what do you think of that? I'm barely busy. Talk amongst busy. yourselves because I have to find something. I'm barely busy
2: doing my own job.
1: Like what?
2: I said, I said I'm said i barely busy. You don't
1: even have a job. You're making it up as you go along. True that. It's uh, all true, sister.
2: Okay. I have a... Uh, 10 dumb things we believed when we were kids, Rudy, that I'm going to share with you. Okay. And tell me if you believe these or not. Be honest. Uh, here's a good one for us. When you were a kiddo, did you believe that the songs played on the radio were being played live each time they came on? Oh, All right, no. I, I actually asked if the request line was real.
3: Oh, when ye- you were a kid. Yeah, no, no, no. I thought, yeah, I thought every time you call the radio station that they would put that song on, you know, within three minutes. What I didn't know is that radio stations obviously just play the same songs over and over and over again. And usually, if you call and ask for a specific song that's in a heavy rotation, it'll end up being played within that six songs. But to me, it felt like totally. that disc jockey was personally listening to me and my request. Yes. So
2: sometimes on the overnight, someone's calling, they request a song. I'd say, no, I love that for you. We're not going to play that. But will you just quickly say, uh, I want Highway to Hell? Yeah. And um, then I'll put you on the radio. And they'd say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll switch up my request.
3: That's really what the only thing they want is to hear their voice. I you know? know. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, when drinking and driving, did you ever have a moment where you thought that meant any liquids?
3: No, because I've been doing it since I was 12, so I <laughs> I kind of knew what the... I just bought a car yesterday, and the guy was like, do you want... Uh- do you want the uh, the lane assist? I was like, "What's that?" He's like, "It keeps you in the middle of the road." And I was like, "You know what? The drinker in me kind of wants that feature." <laughs>
1: God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It'll make tons of noise. That's the only problem. <laughs> Is that what it does? We got to track this down because I don't have it and you don't have oh, it. Oh so. yeah, it,
3: yeah, it's fine for right now. We don't need to worry about it till later.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's eight fifteen. That's two twelve minutes away.
3: Yeah. No, we'll, we'll find one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do that. No,
3: I'll, I'll find one for you. Yeah, not a problem. All right. Yep. All right, never mind. Um, no, no, how about were... this? When you, you were, were... I was going to say, you worry about this, about with Brittany, and then I'll take care of this off here for you. Um, oh, absolutely. If
1: it would have done it right in the first place, I wouldn't have to worry about it. No, what do you, you think of that you, action? Yeah. yeah. yeah what I do know, you think of that action?
3: Brittany's Brittany. screwing things up. Yeah, what? Brittany, way to go.
1: Because I make so, damn it. so lo- much cash. You're a loser. Oh, God, here we go.
2: Um, I, uh... I'm getting yelled at jobs that I didn't even know I had. Uh, How about this? When you were a kiddo and how parents would freak out when you would turn on the light in the car. And I was convinced it must make them blind while they're driving. Oh, yeah. And now when I drive and if the light comes on, I'm like, this is not as dramatic as my parents made it seem. Like being in the car and having the interior light on.
1: Yeah, why, but why would you turn the light on? Was this at night? Yeah,
3: here's why. Because the reflection on the inside reflects uh, – the light on the inside reflects off of the windshield, and then it makes it tough to see on the outside. But yeah. it's
2: not as dramatic. I mean, now I drive, and I've turned the light on mm-hmm. while I've experienced it. And I would have to say it's not nearly as dramatic as my parents made it seem. Yeah.
3: Yeah, back then, windshields were like at a 90-degree angle, though. Is that it? Is that yeah. just crappier a more cars? more aerodynamic these days.
2: I just remember thinking, and then another thing I used to love that we do is if we were looking, and I do this, I turn down the radio as soon as we start having to look for an area or whatever. I cannot, I don't like when more than one thing is going on. If someone's talking to me and the radio is on too loud. But that always drove me crazy when my parents were... My mom, I should say, we're driving, and all of a sudden we have to turn down the radio because we're looking for an exit or looking for something in the car.
1: Why do you have to turn the radio down to look for an exit?
2: Well, that's how I used to feel as a kiddo, but now as an adult, I don't like a bunch of things at me all the time. Like
1: First of all, what's a radio? I don't even know what that is.
2: What's a radio?
1: Radio, baby.
2: You have to turn down the Tom Bernard show.
1: <laughs> it's not on the radio. I suppose can it be? is. Yeah. Actually. It actually can be on the radio. i in listen your car. to it on the car all the time. Because of Bluetooth, baby. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah, no question about that. All right, so uh, I want to run these down by you guys, see if you agree with these or not, or okay. what you think of them. Ten dumb things we believed when we were kids. That's now, we're in, we're in two or three completely different generations, so this ought to be interesting.
2: We just did that. That's what we were doing just now.
1: Oh, you were doing when I was out of the room?
2: No, just when we were right now. That was one of them, the, some of the stuff. Yeah, that's what we were doing.
1: What are you talking about? What? You, what?
2: We were literally doing that right now.
1: Yeah. Okay, whatever. Uh, so which ones did you cover? I don't want to cover them again.
2: Uh, okay, hit up the uh, number three. We didn't do number three because I thought it was kind of silly. Okay,
1: so you did that. Songs played on the radio were being played live each time they came on. They had Don't Drink and Drive, and that All Drinks. Wait a minute. Don't Drink and Drive? Nobody believed that you couldn't have a Diet Coke.
2: I thought it was when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah, I thought, because I, I constantly heard Don't Drink and Drive, Don't Drink and Drive. So I thought if my mom was having, I thought, wow, you can't. I thought it was a distraction thing. I did, was such an idiot as you a like kid. mean like working
1: on the show, such a distraction? You mean like that? Yeah, exactly. You know what you're saying? Exactly. Honest to God, you're a disaster. Mm. I said a disaster. You heard me. Anyway, it's okay. Number three. Yeah, so I didn't even know you are doing it because I'm trying to find. That's okay. I was trying to do some other person's job.
2: That's okay. It was very
1: difficult. You're
2: doing great. Do number oh, three. Yeah,
1: thanks. Good. I'm sorry.
2: I'm trying to be positive. You're a
1: disaster. I'm not jumping
2: down your throat like somebody would have, but.
1: Like who would have? Oh, I wonder who. Like somebody would have jumped on my throat? No,
2: no. Good
1: luck. Uh, that cats are girls and dogs are boys. I never heard that one.
2: I never thought that.
1: No, I don't. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, that if it was raining where I was, it was raining everywhere in the world. Nobody believed that. No. That's these are ridiculous. Yeah, like, I know.
2: I skipped a lot of these because uh, I they were kind of dumb.
1: Well, keep skipping them because they suck. You're right. That you yeah. were right to skip them. The yeah. chocolate milk came from brown cow. I'm not. This is too stupid. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. Or if you're having a milkshake, good. you just shake up a cow.
1: This is how you want to read copy, isn't it? Small space. Perfect. We're going to have a yeah. little meeting after the show today. No, I like will. I said, we <laughs> had computer
3: problems earlier today.
1: Yeah, but that's, uh, we don't need it. Tell them to get their ass in here and fix it right now, damn it. Yeah, these are too lame to read, don't you think? Chocolate milk came from brown cows. Yes. Or, are there any good ones at all?
2: Um, I... The vehicle and the light. and Then, oh, here's one. Number do do number nine.
1: Okay. No. Oh, I haven't even seen that yet because I haven't scrolled down yet. Uh, ripping off a tag on a mattress meant you were going to federal prison. Well, it used to say there that you could you, that was illegal to tear that off, didn't it?
2: I know. And as an adult, even I'd buy things and go. we we can't rip that off my husband's like yes we own it you can rip off that tag on our
1: Mm -hmm. couch but why did it say that i don't understand why it said that
2: i think it says that really big like you will go to federal prison and then small print if you tear this off before buying it because there's like information for the customer
1: oh okay
2: but i think it's just conveying that like let make sure that they get this information before purchasing
1: i didn't know that i had no idea uh, the final one is one person said, my grandma told me the rumble strips on the side of the road were there to help blind people maintain their lane. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: that Nice grandmother. I actually love this woman. I do too. Oh yeah, that's so blind people can drive. Yeah, okay, grandma. It's
2: called accessibility, Tom.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about accessibility. We better make sure that everybody can drive even if they're blind. Yep. I wouldn't doubt they'll do that someday. Shut it. Although cars drive themselves now, so I suppose they could drive now, couldn't they? Don't, a lot of cars drive themselves now, don't they? It's
2: still, okay, so I don't know about a Tesla, but we've done, uh, we were looking for a car a couple years ago, and we did a bunch of the assisted driving things. It's still not 100. It's still no. not a relax. I remember we were practicing it with some it was new car, and all of a sudden, I'm going, we're going off in this exit. And my husband's like, well, why? And I go, the car decided. We, the car decided we were going off in <laughs> this exit. Well, there you go. <laughs> this is the decision the car made.
1: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh so what else is in the news? Anything any good? Yeah, I that that's the one problem I have with the 10 dumb things we believe when we were kids. Seven of those were total BS. Nobody believed those, did they?
2: No, did you And there's one on there about eating seeds. Did your mom ever say about eating, you know, apple seeds or watermelon seeds it's going to grow in your tummy? No.
1: No. Yeah, oh. I remember that. I remember really? That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't believe it though.
2: I think as a small kid, it was something I not worried about, but thought about. And then as soon as I became a little bit more aware, less so. But um, I, I don't even know the last time I had a watermelon that had seeds in it. I feel like that's so rare now, too. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: is it really? Well, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't even know that. So watermelons are seedless now?
2: Yeah, I think a lot of them are. That's
1: pretty cool. How'd they do that?
2: Science. Now, how do
1: they grow new ones? Science. So if there are no seeds, how do you grow new watermelon? You, you have somebody eat a seed, and then it grows in their belly. It the grows in their belly, and they yeah. poop it out, and mm. there
3: you go.
0: No,
2: they don't poop <laughs> it out. It's a horrible death, but <laughs> sacrifice.
1: To eat a watermelon seed is a horrible death.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.